Welcome to Warnounds, a Privateer Press podcast. I'm Locke, he's Caster, and today we will be talking about not a keynote and other things. And I would like to start out this podcast with a PSA. Enterprise is not copyrighted. It's complicated. Go. The uh, split decision uh, scenario, as we have stated, Enterprise, and we found out it is not copyrighted at all. Well, it's complicated because there have been multiple uh, ships named Enterprise and, and other stuff. It's not complicated. So you can call it the Enterprise scenario with no repercussions. Yep. Which is cool. Yep. Because that's what it is. Yep. Now, the main question I have now is, do we call it the Enterprise as it is now? Or is this the Enterprise B because they've already changed what it originally looked like, even if it was just slightly? <gasps> oh, my. And then next year, when they're like, oh, we're going to rearrange things a little bit, then we'll be like, now it's the Enterprise C, or something like that. You know what? That, I, that Too complicated. Moving on. Okay. All right. Fine. So, um, we are going to talk about the the gods of Privateer Press have smiled upon us. Usually, we record on Wednesdays, but due to a conflict in work schedules, we didn't get to record on uh, Wednesday, so we're recording today on Friday. And the gods of Privateer Press have smiled upon us today by presenting us with the, uh, this is not a keynote. Yes. And that's, that's what the article is called. Yep. And we're going to be talking about it. Yep, because, you know, they've smiled upon us. They're like, we're like, what are we going to do for content? Uh, content? You know, we've all, we have all this stuff planned out, but we need time to work on it. And they're like, have this. <laughs> have content. Oh, yes. Well, praise are all great overlords. Um, so, uh, really quick before we get into that, the Steamroller CID has ended. Yes. And, and we don't exactly know why. Yeah, I you mean, said it ended early, right? It they ended it, but it it felt incomplete to me. Now, admittedly, there was uh, a lot of uh, a lot less, I should say, feedback on this uh, CID than for others. But I felt like the the specific point of how exactly to handle the windstorm terrain was, I mean. Sure, maybe the only point of potential contention of how exactly to handle it, but I think there was a lot of really good ideas raised in the community of how to use that terrain in a way that wouldn't be problematic down the road. Aside from that, though, I think everything was pretty much nailed on the head. I'm still a little iffy on that one uh, that I've been concerned about, but... I mean, apparently it's fine, so, okay, what do I know? Or maybe just having a scenario that can easily be scored on will be fine. Not like they changed a different one for the same... I'm rehashing things. Anyways. That is um, not what we are yeah. here to talk about. Let's no, start with the Monpok bat thing. All right, so, getting into the subject matter of the day, this the... is not a keynote. Mm. Yes. Yes, and it starts off with... um. A little PSA, but 
this is not a keynote and uh, there are things are just taking longer than normal. I didn't actually read it. I just looked at the pictures. <laughs> so um, typically what happens is in mid to late June, we have lock and load. Lock and load. And, uh, or sometimes in July, I think that was only once. Anyways, so at you know lock and load, we would have a keynote, which is going to go over the new factions coming out and all the models things over the year. And, and models and stuffs and yeah. things. And unfortunately, due to COVID issues and the fact that they're having supply issues overseas and a lot of just things aren't ready yet or they're being delayed. And so they're like, we still want to tell you all the cool things going on, just some things aren't ready. So as a result, this is not technically a keynote. They do intend to do this right and proper later this year. They're just, it's not in position yet. So, bear all that in mind. This is not a keynote. No. So, the very first thing, are we going to skip around or just go into this one? There's not a whole I guess, lot I to guess, say. yeah, we, we can start. Okay. Start at the beginning. Riot Quest. Riot Quest. So, the Kickstarter for Riot Quest, uh, the uh, uh, ChiliCon just concluded... And uh, the next wave of releases that we'll be shipping out with that will be coming uh, in early winter. Mm. And they have uh, the... How to put this? The, they have things in development and have been in development. They have also have an expansion planned for next year called Riot Quest Story Mode. And the development they've been working on for that is a narrative <laughs> component for the Riot Quest game that to give your characters more depth and more um, interactions. Oh yes, the interactions between, between each other, and they're talking about um, what was it? Was it uh, somebody being a romantic interest? And you were like, "Ow!" Boomhowler as a love interest. In the storyline. Are you saying that Boomhaller can't have a love interest? No, no, no. The, my, my question isn't necessarily on that. That's fine. He can have a romantic, whatever he wants to do. But it's Wait, a romantic interest in the storyline. In the storyline. Is this a dating sim? That's what it reads to me. That's what I'm like, wait, Are they, are wait, they making what? a Privateer Press dating sim? Or not Privateer Press, a Riot Quest dating sim? I, I don't see how that would happen. I you don't know, see I, how that would work. But that's kind of what's implied. Really played, I've never really played a dating sim before. But that is a dating sim I would play. Who could we hark, hook? Okay. What character would you pick with the goal being getting with Harbinger? What? But did, you dirty scoundrel. You want to go a, a lot of cheat on men on? A lot of people are like, what's the hardest one to get? I want that. That's going to be the hardest one to get. I don't know. Scar would be the easiest, but you'd probably die afterwards. Well, yeah. I mean, that that's the one where you pick and it's automatic game over. Yeah. Like, fades to black and game over. Mm. So, I don't know. You don't, I don't... you don't even have to do anything. You just say hi to her and then, you know, game over. <laughs> right. Your options say hi or dot, 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 dot. Choose the second option to continue. <laughs> <laughs> So, I, I have no idea what they intend to do with this, 
it's a dating they, they sim. They appear to be serious about does, some sort of does, love interest. Does, does that mean that I choose two characters to hook up or I'm inserting my own character? Wait a minute. From a slightly I more mean, serious standpoint, does that mean that you're going around trying to gather up all the treasure to impress the other person so you can, you know... Date. Date them? That, that's probably not the direction they're going with, but my goodness, oh my the, the, the things you could do with that. I just imagined Thagarosh in a schoolgirl outfit. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I would imagine him being the teacher. All the girls are falling no. over, but no. No. I did not need that mental imagery. Because, you know, like, most of the other uh, um, casters in that group are girls. So, it, like, Thagarosh yeah, is going yeah. to an all-girls school. <laughs> ne next, next model, Privateer Press, needs to release no. for their <laughs> for their mini-crate is a uh, female Thagarosh. Nope, Thagarosh in a, in a schoolgirl's outfit. Oh, uh, just, just straight up. Yeah. And then I just... And I the mini-mini-skirts? And that sculptor would be having a heyday. <laughs> How short can we get it without showing anything? You know, you know, and then, and then, if you if you chose to date Thagarosh, you'd have to deal with you know dating Thagarosh and Everblight. Can you keep them both happy? Can you make this relationship work? You you just say something expecting Thagarosh to respond, but no, Everblight comes through with "Oh my." <laughs> <laughs> We're having way too much fun with this. Everblades, you're not good enough to date us. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> All I can see is that little, you know, that little anime thing. And Thagarosh is standing there and he's got his little hand up in the whole, you know, Japanese scroll pose and he's like, oh, and then all of a sudden he turns his head away and it's, you know, you can see like the glow of Everblight coming off of him and, you know, he's like, you're not good enough to date us. <laughs> Actually, I think I've seen that anime. Wow. <laughs> this is just, okay. Oh. <gasps> someone out there, a fan, you know, if you know someone that could make something like this happen, just because. Oh, I gotta go open a window. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing so hard. Oh my goodness! I, I this is obviously not the direction they're going, but they should at this point. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, they've always wanted to get a computer game that would sell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. You definitely <laughs> potentially get new players in the community. This, this is just going to be a podcast with me laughing. Let's move on. All right. So <laughs> next up, Monster Apocalypse. You've got more kaiju because why not? Yeah. Um, so so the, it, the first one looks like a bat. It's just a bat. Yeah. No. Well, there's a theme to this. I I've know, noticed. but you really can't tell from there. I mean, all you see okay. is a picture of a so bat. It, you have to it, like get it's a really big, close. muscly bat. Yeah, all you gotta do is really close to see all the Aztec stuff. Yeah. And, but then the next one, that's definitely, you, you definitely tell that's supposed to be like some sort of aztec -y thing. So the bat one here, we don't have any name on it other than it's big bat. Uh, it kind of has a um, uh, Sea King from Trollblood's feel to it with all the, I mean, it's not barnacles, but from here it looks like it's all, all the runes and stuff all over it. 
Uh, but then, yeah, the next one uh, coming up the, um, is... The swamp thing and an Aztec statue got it on and this is their love child. Yeah, basically. It's got mouths all over it, uh, vines. It looks really impressive. Mm. I don't know what's going on with its claws, but they look cool. Mm. Looks uh, like he's yeah. got, like, Wolverine folk. Well, obviously it's going to be a new faction coming out, given they're both the same. No name on them yet. Um, I appreciate that they recently really fleshed out their factions, so you can actually play all of the factions. Yeah, definitely. Um, so these are going to be coming up in the wake of the new... Um, the uh, the Megaton Mashup 2 King of Monster Apocalypse. Electric um, Boogaloo. <laughs> That's what Hungerford wanted to call it, Megaton Mashup 2 Electric Boogaloo, but he was shot down swiftly by uh, probably Jason Watt. Um, but anyways, yeah. Soon, um, Apex Monster Forms, both MagmaCon and MegaCyberCon will be coming out, so that'll be cool for them. Um, but there's more to the Monpoc news. No! I won't believe you. I will not be fooled again. You can plaster it all over the place. Privateer Press, I will not be fooled again. We already did a podcast where I look like a complete idiot because I fell for your April Fool's joke. No. No. I will not believe that you are going to release the Monster Apocalypse Nom Nom Nomicon. I don't believe you. It's actually Monster... Monster Apocalypso, nom nom nom. Apocalypso. I just read that. I didn't realize. Okay, so yes, Privateer Press claims they are actually going to. Is it is it for the fifth edition or is it just no? Something? It, it's it's five e the five e logo. I mean, they could just you know plastered the five e logo on there, but they said yeah. Um, so the Monster Apocalypso nom nom nomicon and then is real. underneath underneath that they're like they're like there's like a little sign that says yep it's real and they're like they're like oh yeah no it's real no we're really releasing this oh yeah no it's it, we thought it was cool too so it was really coming out and they go and you thought we were just joking around I'm not falling for it I'm not I don't I mean if if they do it that's cool but yeah you, you I lost faith. <laughs> Oh, goodness. So, um, we will wait to see if there's more information on that. Yeah? Moving on. Warcaster Neomechanica. Yep. They're they're having other Kickstarters in because they can't, just can't stop with the... What is going on with the legs on that thing? I think it's got rollers on there, or is that... I don't know. So the the first picture coming up here is the uh, it's an AC model of some sort. It's got a sniper uh, rifle because you know you it, can't have all the sniper rifles. Oh, it it looks like a hunt. The, the rifle looks like a hunter from Marcher Worlds, but um, not quite as chunky. You can't you can't you can't have all the rifles, and it's got legs for days. <laughs> So, um, the next Warcaster Neomechanica Kickstarter is going to be coming out, and it's going to be introducing cadres into the game. For those of you out there who don't know what a cadre is, the cadres are theme forces from War Machine, effectively. And taking them, you get set bonuses, a powerful centerpiece model, and the cadres will offer uh, some some aspects of Warcaster that no one's been able to do yet. Uh, also, they... More theme bonuses. 
they hint at, but there's nothing here that directly states that the cadres will, uh, there'll be more than one for each faction, but we don't really know. It just reads like that, so we'll wait and see. Um, they do say that this will expand the flavor and expand the themes found of each of the four factions um, quite a bit. So the other model here is, that's, she looks, oh, that's the next one up is a wild card. That's right. She has an ISA um, battle rifle, but she also has a Marcher Worlds, no, she has, she has an AC Vassal Raider rifle this looks like a hipster she's got two different two different weapons plus a knife um she looks pretty cool but uh yeah but bit of hipster maybe anyways in addition to the cadres they'll be also seeing new exciting heroes and solos coming out dude riding thing um yeah dude riding a giant um a less fuzzy tauntaun sort of it, it's got the little claws in the front it's a tauntaun yeah it that looks cool. Marcher World guy riding that. Um, they're also going to be releasing very soon. Uh, we don't have a date yet. Uh, but they're going to be releasing the Thousand Worlds source book. What? This is going to be a physical book that is going to cover all of the lore in one what? place. Deep diving into each faction and the history of the entirety of the Hyperarium. You you know we're going to have to cover that book, right? Oh, yes, definitely. Great detail. Yes. And the Thousand Worlds... Great detail. (laughs) ...has also given them the opportunity to work with one of their favorite collaborators, Aaron Rudell, who is contributing ten stories into the book to truly flesh out the uh, exciting mm. new setting. Fantastic. Uh, we also have a first glimpse, not just at the Ranger Outrider, which is the guy riding the Tauntaun-esque looking reptile, um, but also the eternal... A uh, bug that looks like it needs to be swatted. That... Yeah, it's probably flying, but it looks like maybe it can land. I don't know. It it's looks for Empyrean, like so. a wasp I've seen in the house. Somebody get the fly sweater. <laughs> Next, a Regulator Reaver for AC, which just... Looks like a Paladin. Way beefier than the current Paladins, let me tell you. That guy could be a jack all to himself. Yeah. And then the Necrosphinx. Oh, that's so cute. Notice we can only see the backside of him, though. No, come on, I saw the front side of a picture. What? Seriously? I I saw it somewhere. Oh, it rotates if you click on it. Oh, wow. Very H.G. Wells there. It's still cute. Yes. I agree. Go click on the other pictures. They'll rotate. Oh, they rotate too? All right, so the... Uh, the Getting a little... Um, oh, wow. 40K up in here. Yeah, the AC... Not AC, sorry. This is the um, ISA guy. He's He's got massive shield generators. Um, and that cape, wow. Uh, the fly? Yeah, it's a fly. And then the Ranger Outrider? Eh, looks about the same. Cool. Really cool stuff. On to the Iron Kingdoms! Iron Kingdoms Requiem! Ooh, that is a very small section. Uh, no, it can... It, nope, that is a very small section. Anyways, so uh, one of the more exciting things happening at Privateer Press it was the relaunch in the Iron Kingdoms, as most of you probably already know at this point. A little sound of tea there for you. <laughs> While they're awaiting production on the first three books in the line, um, their manager, Matt Go... Uh, 
Gotez has been uh, charting a course for all the mysterious and dangerous places that they will be exploring in the Iron Kingdoms in the near future. Their next wave of books will head deep into the wild places of the Iron Kingdoms, including the mist-shrouded Ios, or Ios, excuse me, which has been uh, harryingly transformed oh. in the wake of the claiming. So now you're giving that to us. Took you long enough. Yeah. Many, many, many years. They'll also be introducing the Shaman and Warlock character classes into 5e, along with several non-human races and, of course, war beasts. Uh, in addition to everything, they're also going to uh, have digital supplements on the way and that sort of stuff, and uh, new subclasses and new adventures. You know, all the normal stuff you'd expect. Okay, so... They're also going to go to the Nightmare Empire. Which is another thing they said they were going to give us way back when. And that's that's it. That's what I got. Okay. So. So. We have a book that Privateer Press released. Um, something through Kickstarter. Where did we get that with? The, that one up there? The art book, yeah. Yeah, we got the art book. Um, through Kickstarter with something. I think it was just the art book. Yeah. And while it is a lovely book and it has fantastic art and it's very, very nice, there are some pages that were printed badly. And we thought it might have been art copy, but we found it online that, no, that, that was, like, through very common and all that stuff, which makes me worried that um, the the new Iron Kingdom's book might have the same problem. Let's hope not. Because that would be really disappointing. I don't know. It's just something I'm worried about. Maybe they use a different printer this time. I don't know. Who who knows? Come on. Back to the page. Let's keep going. No right. time for you to drink. I get to drink. <laughs> all right. So that's, that's really all there is to say about Requiem. We're finally going to get to see Ios. We're finally going to the Nightmare Empire. Um, new classes, subclasses, adventures, all that sort of stuff. Yep. So, all right. That's good to know. And we finally get to know what the... Uh, um, what the um, it's just gross. You know what? I'm going to have to paint that now, aren't I? Yeah. Awesome. The infernal... Soul Harvester is here. The crab thing. It's the Colossals. There's going to be two of them in a kit. The, uh... thing have a mouth in its stomach? Yes, it does have a mouth in its lower stomach. Okay, scroll down. So there's two of them. They are, well, basically the same, except that one has shooty-shooty claws, and that one has pinchy-pinchy claws. This one, the tail is in an upright position. Mm -hmm. That one's in a downright position. Otherwise, they are pretty much, you know... The same. Yep. Change the claws, change the tail, and you change the model. I don't know, I don't know if Infernals really need a colossal. I, I don't know how you'd balance that. I mean, you have to pay to keep your monsters on the field... How are you going to pay to keep a colossal in the from, field? From what they've leaked so far, um, to my understanding, is this has to start the game on the table. So you have to start it on the table and pay to keep it on the table. Then you pay to keep it on the table. That is just unpleasant. So we'll wait and see what the official rules are when it comes out, but it appears that that's what it's going to be. Is, now, it is it August? Is that what it says? Uh, so da, 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 these new Black Anchor Heavy Industry uh, kits, so they're going to be Bahi, um, will be available to order in July and shipped out in August. So that's a fast turnaround. Yeah. 
That's good to know. Hmm. Um, and then the really exciting part. The celebration of the 15-year anniversary of Hordes. Uh, they will be offering the... They are finally, finally giving Hordes zero casters. Yes. Yeah. So... You know that thing yeah. they did for privateer or for war for war machine, you know, a couple years ago, where they like made Alistair Kane, but as a baby, and all those other people. Well, now you know, Sevius is you know a less old man, but still an old man. Well, now they're doing it for hordes. Took them long enough. And the uh, warlocks in question are starting with. Yep. Barnabas one, or sorry, Barnabas zero. I'm glad that they are including the uh, minions in this. Do we call it one or do we call it zero? It's zero. Okay, good. These are zero casters. Yep. Yep. Barnabas. Zero. He looks really cool. He's got a the axe thingy and a shield thingy, and he's got bones and skulls, and uh, he's got all sorts of stuff. Yep. Very cool. Next. Next, we have Kruger Zero, the Stormwrath. Sevy, but, storm seer. you know, he's still old, just a little less old, and he's not flying now. Yep. Uh, and his staff is slightly less impressive. Also, is it just me, or is he much beefier in the shoulders? I think the shoulder plates are doing all the work. Well, that could be. But, nevertheless, looks like he'll be pretty cool there. Next up, we have... Madrex Zero. Because we needed another one. I... Like, I, I, I'm glad they did Barney. Like, I, I I could have gone with others, but that's cool. Kruger Zero, okay, that makes sense to me. Um, Madrak, <gasps> why? You know what they should have done? Which one? Doomy. Doomy? Unless old Doomy. Still, we have three versions of each. I would have liked to see, like, I don't know. Yeah, see, you don't know, you can't think of anybody better. It's just... What? What? I blanked out her name. Um, um, I I, I would Calandra? want. Calandra. Yes, Calandra. People would say, "Oh, give us Gristle," but Gristle didn't become who she really was until after her husband passed away. So, died. Eh, yeah, died being cut down by the scorn. But I mean, Calandra Zero. That could be interesting. The artist who drew all these things like very beefy dudes yes yeah it was the same artist who did all of this uh the art director was the same concept artist was the same i just, so, I just yeah. they're they're drawn really chunky chunky yes next we have makeda zero so this is dominar makeda of house uh balash she's got a sword she's got a really huge two-handed sword uh and unlike her other uh, models where there are nice little katanas this is a she looked like she jacked it from raya's giant scimitar wouldn't that be what that would be with that huge curve in it i don't know i don't know swords i'm not as well versed on uh eastern swords but yeah anyways Still looks cool. Oh, this, the sword is the same height as she is. So that gives you some idea of the size. Next up, 
Zagarosh Mon! Zero. Sorry. Zero. I don't know. I mean, it's cool and everything, but again, the, the artist makes him look, you know, extra beefy. Yeah, but this one he at looks, least makes sense. He He's looks, an Ogryn. He looks bigger than he does in his in in, in Thagorosh, in his first in, in Canation and everything. He's just starting to change. He's only got one horn, and his hand and his you know his hand just changed for the first time, and his other hand hasn't changed yet. And, you know, he's just starting to change into the dragon. He's covered in a lot of fur. Oh yeah, lots of furs. And he doesn't have the awesome two sided um, weapon he has later. Yeah, so his weapon is a dagger, as opposed to a sword, or any of his other weapons he's had. He has a dagger, so that's he has gonna be one specific weapon. My my guess is he's going to have a dagger and then his uh, one clawed hand. It doesn't have clawed; it's just a three fingered hand. Three fingered hand. Yeah, but in all of his incarnations, he always has the option to punch someone in the face. Pow! So hopefully they at least give him that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean. I mean, I'm excited. The Athonkist is visible. Yes, it he hasn't, hasn't gone, you know, all the way in yet. Although, right there, it looks like maybe he has something covering it. So we'll have to see what version. What one of the little concept ones off to the side? It looks like it might be covered. No, no. I mean, I, I, I am excited. I'm really excited. But I, I just the art just isn't doing it for me. Yeah, I. Well, in many cases that we've seen, the art that we get versus the models we get, the models usually work, look hell of a lot better. Eh, who knows? So, and sometimes even more details. And that is all of them. At least, is that all of them or just all the ones that they leave? Um, da -da -da -da. So it doesn't say that there's any others, so maybe we that's get, just all of them. Keep strong. So, alright. Moving now. on. Are you done? I was skimming through this, making sure I didn't miss anything, but I'm thinking, uh, yeah, okay. no, that's pretty so much it. So if you scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page, there's a little thing that says, I knew you'd keep scrolling, and then it says, Orgoth. Orgoth. Uh-huh. At the very bottom. I don't know. I think they're threatening us. <laughs> uh, so this is the new faction. You think so? They, they've all already stated this is the new faction it's Orgoth the Orgoth are returning on the heels of the Infernals being driven off can anybody get a break apparently not really because we need a reason to keep fighting even though the, the each and every single kingdom is torn to pieces refugees everywhere <gasps> the certain Orgoth countries gonna... don't exist anymore yeah I will. I mean, we we really need to start. You 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 need to work harder on that whole war now thing. Yeah, I do. I I really need to. Well, we we, I, we we need to talk about the Orgoth Emperor before they show back up. Yeah, and we don't have a whole lot of time. Well, I mean, we have a year, but that'll go fast. Um, so I'm gonna double down my efforts on getting the uh, lore now done for the timeline and try and get us caught up before the Argoth arrive on the table. Do you think? Do you think it'd be okay to talk about our side project? Or yes. Should, or should we keep that in our wraps for now? Mm, no, I think it'd be okay to just talk about it. Okay, so we are working on taking the um, first War Machine tactics book. And there are... Um, War Machine Prime is the name of the yeah, book. Yeah, it's the first... Came out in 2003. War Machine Prime book. 
we are working on taking that, taking the story out of it, and turning it into um, an audiobook esque thing. Yeah. We, we just we just need to yeah we, we we just need to um, rope in a few friends to do a few voices and I think then it'll be out. Uh, it'll take quite a bit in editing. I'll have to decide how much of the sound effects and whatnot I want to try and get into. I've never done anything like this. Neither of us have, so it'll be kind of an adventure. And 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 so the the thing is 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 you know we could just have you know Caster here sit there and read the whole thing to you, but that would be boring. Yes. So, even I agree to that. We want to do a sort of audiobook to it. Yeah. And um it will, you know, it, it, and we we're not going to do this for like any actual books because um audiobooks of those things exist and also no, go buy those books. But like this book here, you can't really get it anymore unless like you know people. We're I'm going to be we, we are going to be going through the Mark 1, Mark 2 books. They've all they're all out of circulation. Many of them, especially the Mark Ones, are starting are really hard to get a hold of. There's one I still need to try and track down. I haven't seen it for sale in a long time. So I mean, not kidding when we're saying some of these books is hard to get a hold of. So the lore is almost lost, and we want to get these stories to you because it's interesting. It helps flesh out these characters that we've grown attached to over the years in ways that people don't realize. So yeah, and so we are we're working on that and we're also working on doing proper lore nouns where we are actually telling you the lore. So yes. that's why because we've been doing those simultaneously, that's why it's taking a little extra time. Yeah, we're we're trying to balance three different things at the same time, the two and, different aspects of the lore nouns um, plus lore nouns. Caster's Jr. just finished up T Ball, so we should have a little more time. Yeah, that that will help out quite a bit. Um granted it was fun doing that, but yes. It did make podcasting difficult. Yes. So that is all of the... Uh... Weren't you kind of unhappy when you realized Orgoth was the new faction? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was just I was just going to let that be, but... Ah! So, all right. So in, in, no, in no, the... no, no, no. It's, it's okay. I'm doing this. <laughs> if, so. if, if you start, I'll start on you-know-who. No, you won't. Yes, I will. He has nothing to do with this. He still makes me angry. Okay, have your moment. Julian! Ah! Okay. <laughs> now the ears have, have adjusted back to normal. The, the Orgoth thing pisses me off quite a bit. And the reason why, not like the community hasn't been wanting them to come back and wanting to know what happened and all that sort of thing, that's fine. And I get that. I Hey, I've been that person a couple different times when we thought it might be the Orgoth. But here's the problem. For me, Privateer Press has stated adamantly over and over and over and even in their announcements in uh, the uh, Primecasts in live interviews, the Orgoth are never coming back, people. Get over it. That's what we, that's the message we've gotten. And so even and then after this last time, we thought we were finally getting the Orgoth and we ended up getting Infernals. And the that Infernals is great, that's fine, you know, okay. But all the hype leading up to the Orgoth for that moment, now they're giving it to us? Like why? 
We'll get into the reason why the Orgoth were forced to leave Imran in the first place and all that sort of stuff when we get there. Uh, but it just... Ah. Uh, so, yeah. Anyways. They're coming now. I don't know what's going to happen. We know we know for a fact in the current timeline uh, at, the, at this point, post-Infernals, uh, uh, that you know we we defeated the infernals protectorate no longer exists um due to civil war and lael i guess is dead but maybe not I, i'm gonna have to go back and read that i don't know it's it's a mess the iron kingdoms is a mess and now the orgoth arrive how do they not just take everything back over again for another century or Maybe five? they will. Maybe that's going to be the new storyline. Yeah. Anyways, we shall see what happens. Stay tuned. <laughs> and that really is it. That, that's what we got uh, out of the not a keynote at this time. <sighs> yeah. So. Honestly... Out of everything, I'm most excited for the dating sim. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was too close to the mic and you made me laugh like that. <laughs> I probably killed somebody. <laughs> we need to put a warning. Near the end of the podcast, she's going to get loud. But just keep keep your volume in check the whole time. How about that? Mm. Um, well, I, I can actually dim that down a little bit in editing. But anyways... Um, I mean, yeah, they have been trying to get a video game going for a long time. Why not? I mean, seriously, why not? There wouldn't be a huge number of people playing it from the War Machine community. Maybe Okay, maybe not. Maybe, maybe there's a lot. It. I would play it. I would play it. I would play it so much. I mean, hell, I've never done a dating sim, but I might have to give it a go, too, just, just because. Yeah. Um, yeah, you finally get to date your man, Crush Ron. Or... Gareth. Yeah. See how scary Gary really is. <laughs> He's the misunderstood older student. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, now here's the question then. Yeah. Are they all their current same age and you know no, whatnot? Or they're no. all now younger and a little bit chibi fied and they're 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 anime. I don't know. I don't know. Young anime. I don't know dating. I'm like I, like I know dating sim from pop culture, but I don't know dating sims. We know someone who would know, the Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> we, should go. we we played a practical joke on him. I I know you're going to listen to this at some point. Sorry. <laughs> we should. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so I, you know, it's going to be interesting. A lot of interesting stuff coming up over the next year. We'll wait and see how the Orgoth uh, show up in 2022. I'm just worried this is going to be like the tank treads. Well, like, they haven't said anything that's like that yet. All they've literally the only thing it says is, "Oh, and the new faction being released." Blah 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 blah. blah. You'll you get to find out to later. And then you scroll down, it's like, ooh, I know you scroll past this point. And you scroll down, and it's just the big, ominous word, Orgoth. That's it. So, that's your big release, reveal. We'll have to wait and see. When am I getting Zoo? Give me Zoo! We know the 
We know the protectorate went there. I am glaring very ominously at this microphone. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe maybe the orc author over in Zoo and the protectorate, you know, poked it with a stick. Maybe. I mean, we don't really know where the Orgoth homeland is. Just somewhere west over the ocean. So, Getting a little uh, Game of Thrones Zoo in here. Zoo is south. We do know that the continent of Zoo is almost, almost directly south. So, yeah. Somewhere west where it's not mapped. Getting Re- a little... Really all they know about Zoo is just like one or two ports. How that entire continent down there, there's just one or two ports. Are they going down there to spread the good word of minnows? Yeah, basically. Oh my god. They're reenacting the Christian colonization. Those are some damn scary conquistadors. <laughs> Burning and racking everything. Well, it's not that much different than. Okay, nope, nope. <laughs> Putting a lid on that one. Putting a lid on that one. <laughs> Maybe we should cut the bird. Have a good night, folks. <laughs> Bye! Thank you for listening to this episode of War Nouns. If you'd like to contact us, I put our Gmail and Twitter info in the show notes. You can also find there a list of all relevant resources or shoutouts we mention or use for today's cast. There will also be a link to our Ko-fi if you feel so inclined to make a donation to our caffeine habits. And lastly, if you want to learn more about our intro or outro music, you can find a link to Prodilus on Bandcamp. 